This episode is powered by Safety FM. This episode is powered by Safety FM. Since uh, got some good music going on, right? If you guys don't know, <laughs> the music that you hear is mine. Can't take it. This is one of mine. It's good stuff, isn't it? <laughs> All right, well, I am back from vacation, my summer vacation. I'm in Montana right now. It's been kind of cool. It's been pretty, pretty awesome. If you did not know I was on vacation, that means you're not on my newsletter. So we got to make sure you get on there. So go to SheldonPrimus.com and then sign off for my resource-packed newsletter. I do these often, like once a week often. Uh, so uh, this is one of those things that you got to do. You got to get into it, you know? Just... Go to SheldonPrimus.com. Right on the very front page, you want to sign up for our newsletter. Well, our, me. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> sign up for the newsletter, and then you'll get some information from me weekly about what's going on. If I'm on vacation, if I'm here. But generally a weekly show, unless I'm on vacation. Day of the week, it differs because I'm also working, too. I'm a working safety consultant, right? As well as mentoring, right? Today we've got one of these wonderful, wonderful uh, episodes. I was able to talk to Delane Fowler, that's a doctor of physical therapy, and she is the CEO. And uh, it's Accelerate Physical Therapy. And uh, ATP is the name of the company. You would go to accelerate-pt.com. And talking to Dr. Fowler was awesome. Um, First is, you know, I'm pretty kind of getting some ideas because my son is now getting into physical therapy himself. He's going to be a gator. So now I've got a, a Florida gator. So now I've got to go ahead and, you know, learn how to do the, the chomp. <laughs> that's, that's, you're going to end up having to figure that one out. For those of you that don't live in the U.S., you're going to have to look up Florida gator chomp. Do you search for that? Imagine me doing that. So there you go. <laughs> do the chomp. Uh, but... She really, Dr. Fowler's like opened my eyes on a lot of things where, you know, in physical therapy, all I was thinking about it was just more on the side of, um, I hear pre-employment type screening where you get someone and you hire them contingent on them being able to pass some sort of dexterity test or whatever it is that you want to test to make sure that they could do the job that you hire them to do. That's usually what I thought about oh, for, for this type of work. But she was able to explain to me that you know, they were able to reduce workers' comp, workers' comp 
volume and also the time that the injured person was away through stretch and flex and just all kinds of stuff of teaching workers how to use their own bodies and uh, we talked about them being a bridge to industrial hygiene and and all kinds of stuff that we talked to um, that I talked to Dr. Fowler about and just really some of the numbers about uh, how the worker adapts to this type of you know, intervention maybe it was the best way of saying it this type of therapy uh, is, is phenomenal to me you may hear several times me going whoa in the interview and just not believing so that was uh, my interview with Dr. Fowler before I go into the interview I just want to let you know I, I used a new company for recording and I did not set it up right so I was recording my camera mic instead of the mic you're hearing from me now that's real nice and pristine and pretty and all that stuff so please forgive the fact that you are going to hear uh, my mic quality uh, pretty bad. Uh, so the mic quality that we had wasn't that great because, again, that was user error for my fault. I got everything worked out, so my future interviews are going to look really well and sound really well. But uh, work with me on this one. The information that you're going to get from Delane Fowler is amazing. Uh, so I'm, I'm very happy that we, we hooked up on LinkedIn and she was able to uh, work out some time with for me and give me some understanding of physical therapy a little bit better so thank you dr fowler thank you everybody for listening and i'll tell you next week where everyone's listening from but i don't want to take away from this interview go get them hi i'm delane fowler i'm an accelerate therapy and performance we're a corporate consulting firm to help companies reduce injury rates so we come in and put athletic trainers and physical therapists in-house um, to take care of people. And it's through that relationship-driven experience that we think healthcare should be that we reduce injuries. So that's, that's what Accelerate does, and that's what, that's what I do is help people feel well and be well, and it's been a, a joy of a career um, for 20 years to do that and um, just keep, we keep growing and ever-expanding and helping more people. And I'm so glad to be um, on the podcast today. And, Hang out with Sheldon here to talk to some people who are like-minded who want to take care of people too. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm hearing a little background noise on my end, but uh, uh, my thought is, how did you get into this? Yeah, it seems like uh, like this is something that was a passion of yours. So, how'd you get into the passion? Sure. So when I was a new grad, I was lucky enough to work for a company that did mostly workers' comp insurance claims. Most of my practice was work comp insurance. And after a few months, I get bored really fast. And so after a few months of these people coming in with these issues that seemed to, you know, it was like, oh, well, it started six months ago. It started eight months ago. It started three years ago. Yeah, I just started having wrist pain one day and now they've had surgery on their wrist, their elbows, their shoulders, their neck. Like they've, they've done all the things. And I, I just started thinking there was a better way. So I started reaching out to companies that we would see consistent injuries um, coming into my clinic. And I said, hey, you know, I'd really like to see what these people do. It was really out of curiosity, like my curiosity to say, like, what are they doing that's causing so much trauma, keeping them out of work and all that. So um, I started touring companies and then I just started calling it a walkabout. I just call our companies and say, hey, do you mind if I come walk about? I want to see what's going on. Um, and one day I had a lady that 
um, I was looking at her workstation and she said, and this is like just a few weeks after I started this thing, she was like, she, she was reaching and pushing a button in a really weird way. Her wrist was moving in a weird way while she was pushing the button. I was like, hey, how long do you have to push that button? Like how many times a day? And she's like, oh my gosh, I don't know, hundreds seems like. And I was like, okay, which would have added up to a lot of times pushing the button. So I, I chatted with a maintenance worker there and he said, I was like, hey, can you, is there a way to move this button? You know, can we do something to, to move it? And he's like, yeah, we probably can move it. Um, I came back a few weeks later to look at something else and that lady almost tackled me um, and said, thank you. And the cool part was is that she said, you know what's crazy is they moved that button. She's like, and now my friend Joan, she doesn't have that pain either. Wow. I was like, oh, like I've got to the source, right? I figured out at least one stressor for that lady and it fixed her problem. And so wow. that's really where I fell in love was like, I, I can really solve problems before they start. I can be um, preventative instead mm-hmm. of sitting in my box as a physical therapist, waiting for people who are hurt to come to me. Um, and that, so that's really been the driver of this. And, and it pays off for our, our clients as well. You know, so we're one, helping people not be in pain. So they're happier employees. Right. Yeah. When, you feel, when you feel well, you know, you don't hurt. You're happy with yeah. your work. You can do your work you're happier and you tend to be happy at your company longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that, that's one of our benefits is that we make, we make employees happy and um, they do get the financial benefit of having reduced injury rates. Um, yeah. what we do. So it really it's is a, engaged a, and everything yeah. else. So that makes it where your, uh, your service is proactive but then the reaping of the rewards of people who are saying, well, we can't do stretch and flex programs or something like that because it's going to take too much time. You now can go back to them and say, hey, look at the production you're getting from these workers and less injuries. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And stretch, uh, warm-up programs come and go depending on, on the clients and what clients have going on. Um, I, I do think they're pivotal and key uh, to success, but you have to – uh, be wary of what you're asking, right? Yeah. As, as somebody, whether you're an EHS person who wants to implement something like this um, or an HR person or, or whoever you are, you have to be mindful of the culture that's there. And people have heard, you know, well, um, I'm being forced to stretch or something like that. You know, like yeah. we've heard all, all the you're things. You're punishing that, them to stretch. Right, right. We're making them warm up. Making them. <laughs> so we've... Um, yeah, we even had a client because that was their experience, right? They put the stretching program in place. A couple of people were teased and made fun of um, with some low maturity level type things within their workplace. Uh, hold on, hold on, and- hold on, hold on with that one. Uh, tell me the industry. I think I made, I think it's construction. Oh. It was not construction, but, but it was, yeah, manufacturing. Yeah, they were like, no, we, I came into this new client and they were like, no, we've had a bad experience with this. We don't want stretching programs. And I was like, oh, we would never have a stretching program. Yeah. So, um, but our, our clinician they put in place was, is, and is still so good at building relationships and did a masterful job of implementing other things first and getting people to buy into, Oh, she's here to help us. Yeah. And then once they realized, like once everybody realized she was there to help them, 
And she was like, you know, uh, I'm, y'all want to talk about a warm up program? And everybody was like, yeah. So it, you know, it's just really about um, hoping that you can make a good positive change in culture, but knowing that if you keep going to the individuals and saying, I'm going to help you then you know you're going to get somewhere. So that that's really, it, it really is a heart-driven relationship business. And um, I could be more proud, proud of our team for what we do and why we do it. Um, and I'm proud of HR professionals for taking the lead, and the environmental health safety people for taking the lead to try to get things done because I know what a hard job it is because there's always urgent things coming up for environmental health safety people. And it's hard to get to the big project yeah, that yeah, you absolutely. want to do, right? That are really yeah. going to be the needle, so... Well, I'm coming from the other aspect where um, most of the time people are going to hire me, hire my audience, and they're going to say, hey, we need a consultant to come out and to give us that third-party look. And after I give them the third-party look, it's kind of like what you're doing with, uh, with the workstations and everything else and doing your uh, your assessments. And even I would imagine you're probably doing pre – well, maybe not pre-employment where they have to hire them contingent of them passing those tests and then you put them out there. But in my case, I give them the recommendation and then I don't get to see all the time the fulfillment of what happens. Uh, do you get to see like here you recommend this type of uh, movement for this type of work and you're, you're done with your assessment? Do you ever get the follow up to say that they're really doing this and this is working for them? Yeah, we definitely have an active follow up process, even with a short term employer. But our our main driver is to get that um frontline healthcare professional, that athletic trainer, that physical therapist in-house. So they do get to see the come around. Um, and it's neat when you have a company come on at a national level to implement something to, you know, or even with an OSHA safety standard, right? To, to say, hey, we're going to focus on our, our safety standards and make sure that we're consistently looking at things to make sure we're, we're in line with what OSHA wants. And it's great to have an audit, right, to say this is, we're, we're falling in line and, and knowing what we need to know to be successful. And, and it's all about safety, right? Like, I, I always say that, like, we're here just like OSHA is. Like, we, we want to protect employees, and that's by creating a safe work environment and an educated work environment. Because a lot of people don't know how to use their bodies anymore. We're all very sedentary um, as a society. So... Um, a PT and athletic trainer is part of that training process to help employees be well and be safe. Yeah. Uh, do you see where um, your your bridge between maybe industrial hygiene, IH, for those of you who may not know the term IH, that's industrial hygiene, uh, they work a lot with uh, chemicals and, and getting really um, familiar with stressors and all the things that are going to make the hazards even worse. And they get to the milligrams per liter, parts per million type of uh, analysis with their work. So I'd imagine you probably work with the IH, you're going to work with frontline supervisors and and then you would be the bridge between the employees as well, your patients. Uh, you see this as, or at least my my thought would be, you, could, you have the unique position of seeing the culture in many different ways. And HR, of course, is in that picture. Um, do you see a trend right now in well, at least the U.S. Um, since I'm international, I have to be more specific at the U.S. market where. Uh, the corporations are learning to integrate PT as a discipline into their organization. Is this like a trend right now? 
I think it's an ever-developing trend. Um, back when I first started, it was a little more in vogue, and then it went away for a little while. And since the pandemic, it really has taken off. And I think part of it is a a workforce that's asking for, they're recognizing that they're going to be at work um, a third of their life um, every day. And so they they value how they're engaging with their workplace. And to have, nobody runs off to a doctor, like when they're just having a little thing going on, you know, that little ache or pain, whether it came from something at home or work, right? Like right now in the healthcare system, you really kind of wait till you're really sick and you're like, okay, now I'll go to the doctor or really in pain, right? Where you can't do something, where you've lost function doing something you want to do. Um, you know, it's hard to get out of bed or, you know, you want to go run and you can't run or whatever, you know, whatever the activity is. Um, so providing that frontline access, I do see employers are way more keen on it than they used to as, as we have more and more conversations all the time. Um, yeah. Hmm. Good. Um, as a role as a PT, um, I've had um, some PT myself in several areas. I've done like a rotator cuff and uh, oh. neck and uh, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Uh, my wife had a pinch, um, like right over here, like one of the nerves was pinched. And then also uh, there's there's a, some other aspect where she can really raise her hands. So after you get done with that part of the PT, or at least during PT, is it? things that you see maybe psychological past the physical and now someone's truly okay but in their brain they don't know it yet uh, but you're looking at their body and you're like you've, you've done these things you've passed my you know whatever agility percentage they need to hit then they hit whatever your your milestone is for the release but the mindset's not there do you yeah. what do we do for that most certainly so you definitely have to get people over the mental hump of fear Right. Um, and I can totally, re- I can totally relate. When I was in my twenties, my awesome, amazing husband, I, like loved him to death. He painted our steps outside our house with indoor paint. And I was wearing some really cute shoes. And I slipped down those stairs and like totally tore my SI joint. Right. So it took me and I got better real fast, you know, just a couple of weeks and I was fine. But I would look down at those little steps. They weren't big steps for weeks and finally one day i said i'm not doing this and like i practiced looking upright going up and down the stairs because i didn't want to turn into that 20 year old that had to look at her feet you know going down the stairs so um so i can totally relate to that fear but sometimes you just need to give people permission that they're okay to do it you know like you know and and to bring clarity too there's so much mystery around surgery right like if you have to have surgery like you don't know what they did to you. You were knocked out. Thank God you were knocked out. But you don't know what they did. So a lot of times, especially like rotator cuff repairs, you know, it's the, we're not usually, when you get to PT, we're not getting over, helping the surgery heal. Surgery has healed. We're helping you gain mobility back from being immobile. And so when we deliver that to them, like, you're, look, you're not likely going to tear up that surgery. That, that surgeon wants it to be successful. So they're going to put it in there the way they need to. Um, and they're going to give you the advice on how delicate a surgery it is. But when they say you're ready to move and go to PT, you got to trust those PTs to know what they're doing. And then just sometimes giving people permission to get that range back. Um, I've certainly had people have emotional releases. I don't know if you've ever experienced this.
Yeah, sorry. So, um, yeah, that's my little, that's my CEO. Um, so, uh, my activities director. So, um, one, one thing that comes to mind is that I had a, I'm so lucky I had this uh, experience as a student. Um, I had this lady, super nice lady, super fun to work with. We were laughing all the time. And, but she, after a rotator cuff repair, and she just couldn't get like that last 20 degrees of flexion just wasn't there. So one day I said, you know what, I'd really like to do the subscapular release. I have to stick my hand in your armpit, right? So you always want to warn people when you're going to stick your hand in your places. Yes. I'm going to stick my hand in your armpit. And she's like, yeah, go for it. So I did, and we were laughing, cutting up, and I stuck my hand in her armpit, and she just started bawling, crying. And she was like, ah. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm a new PT. So I'm like, oh my God, did it hurt? Like what's going on? And she, she was like, no, she was like, no, she's like, it didn't hurt. She's like, it doesn't hurt. I don't know why I'm crying. She cried three more times. We got all the range back of that last 20 degrees, just with that release. And, it, but she had, you know, stress uh -huh. ever locked up in that shoulder and in that muscle. And so to have that experience with her was really good for me as a PT because it, it reminded me that you do have that, psychosocial emotional connection with your body with your muscles yeah. so yeah and i think it's all the more reason why people need to be more active um, uh -huh. move more and, and and do more things because our bodies have that in us and we need to somehow express it and get it out too now, I always mention that, and then people who have listened to the show before in the past, you know that I'm a, a, a holistic woo-woo guy, and uh, we've had some uh, meditation uh, people on on the show before in the past. So it, that, that mind-body connection uh, is very important, and I believe that if you could connect the mind and the body, you could also now put an inference into the workplace and uh, you could see if someone is disconnected with their mind and their body that now could lead to risk <laughs> and uh, when you get the risk yeah. risk is yeah. to hurt and that person now is going to hurt themselves and they put added an additional risk to the workplace uh, because they're not aware of the mind body connection that's right yes and if you can shift their state to the now right so if they're doing something, not thinking about it, they're not being, you know, they're not being present right now. But if you can say, hey, look, take a big breath, right, and let it out um, and really, you know, really blow out and do that a couple of times, that really brings people back. So I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, in breathing and being still and, and, and that breath meditation work is, I think, is, is really good for everyone. But to incorporate it in somebody's day, especially if they're on a line, uh, making important products or if they're you know just doing that mundane task that they've done a million times like to bring it back with a, a breath is really, really great yeah hey doc did you just drop some uh, neuro-linguistic programming on me just, oh, did just, i yeah oh, some nice nlp okay sorry yeah, yeah sorry if i did i don't know any of that yeah well uh basically that's uh that's uh when you change somebody's state it's a mm -hmm. it's a form of anchoring them and uh mm -hmm. so the, the state now when they're 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 stuck with the movie in their head you change their state in the right. same way and now they're open to receive new thoughts uh, it's you're, you're you're literally breaking the the, the process of the the actual neural pathways uh, so that's the the nlp side that you you just organically right. came out with <laughs> 
great. Cool. I've probably been around so much of it, I've just absorbed it. <laughs> and that uh, patient you had, was it something with, um, is it possible with you lifting her hand straight up that you may have touched a pressure point? Like a new, like if you have you ever heard of tapping before, emotional yeah. freedom technique, yeah, mm-hmm. EFT. I believe would that be possible that maybe you hit one of the the points of the the emotional freedom technique, one of the tapping points I believe is under the arm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think so. That you know, uh, with again, if you if you believe that the body and the mind are connected, which I do, uh, that you have to have points within you that can allow you to upregulate or downregulate. And finding those is really, really important. But yeah, there's certainly, there's so many important nerves anyway that run down through here. All your blood vessels run down through here, through your arms. So when you're sticking your hand up in somebody's armpit, you're getting pretty close to that stuff. So there's going to be really um, important touch points within fascial linings, within musculature, um, and, and some of those, those, meridian points um that that the that you know acupuncturists might might refer to that they they certainly would be in there in that line wow now um i know your time is precious so i'm um, i'm gonna add an, another question if i can and um just final just my my thought as a consultant i know that we we need to to bring this understanding of how the body works in some ways to our clients so that uh, we now open a conversation and then we need to pass it off to professionals like yourself uh how do we now uh like i know giving someone a card or, or telling them hey you need to talk to this person but we need to figure out how to do it more with uh with urgency so give give me the pitch that i need to give to somebody if i'm going to suggest pt as a um as something for their safety management system so what's the pitch that you're going to help me and the rest the rest of the consultants to say uh this is why we need a pt an outside pt right i think it's easy to say we can just go look at our um numbers we can go look at how many recordables we've had in the last four or five years and imagine what we could take back to our insurance company if those were cut by half by 80 percent you know it, any of the you can go anywhere we our first year programs reduced injury rates by 40 percent on average um and we've done first year and up to 85 percent so just so when I'm I think I'm a numbers person and I'm a business person um, and so with with being that numbers business person I, I say our program pays for itself with a couple of people not getting hurt right so just reduce your recordables by a few few things so but for you all and to say hey we need to look at having a provider an athletic trainer in house um, you have to say what kind of service do we want to provide our team and, and what is it worth to us? Uh, you could potentially reduce your, your uh, insurance costs as well, your medical insurance costs. So that's really, when I think about um, uh, delivering something to a corporate team, I think about it in numbers. But then also retention. What if we retained 30% more of our employees every year? What if we reduced work, lost time to work within an injury after an injury occurs by 80%, which is our average? So you think of all those things, they add up to dollars, they add up to, uh, you know, re- onboarding a new employee is very costly. I, I mean, and I know that too, just from, from our team of, 
of employees too. Yeah, I uh, totally understand that. So we've got a pressing matter, so we'll take care of the pressing matter and uh, let the pressing matter handle it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, no, thank you so much. And I know a lot of the things that you mentioned was when OSHA uh, dropped their ergonomics program in 2000. Uh, the ergonomics program actually was about to force the workforce to think about uh, how are you placing people on workstations and all that other stuff. And when that was repealed, it can never, ever come back again. So that means they'll never have an ergonomic program. So we're, we're having to use your numbers and your data to prove that it's still worth someone in the industry to, to look at this and say, hey, we need to protect our workers with their bodies and keeping them safe. So That's right. Yeah. Um, call Call, call your call your corporate attorneys and see how much that they're they're paying out when they're settling your claims, right? Ooh, and take, nice. Right, take the average of that, and then say, wait, what if we prevented two or three of these a year? It would pay for your 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 therapist to be in house to prevent those injuries for your 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 athletic trainer to be in house. It really would. And you can do it in a safe way. You can do it in a way that's compliant with OSHA and their first aid standards. And you're also delivering so much value to your employees. Now your employees, when they sprain their ankle, they don't have to run off to the ER, you know, unless they can't walk on it. They can say, hey, you know, what would I do for this? And they can get that first aid triage. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me uh, let you give yourself your your whole company. I, I don't know if you're national, if you're certain in areas, yeah. but I, I assume you're national. So yeah. I'll let everybody know how to reach out to you guys and, and, and get you on board. Sure. So you're welcome to reach out to us at Accelerate Therapy and Performance. You can Google us. We are a national company. Um, and just you can click on book an appointment on our website um, or reach out to us, whatever that first front page is there. And then we'll get back to you to have a chat. Um, super, super excited to talk to anybody who wants to help their employees be well and feel well. So always happy to do that. Oh, thank you, Doc, for coming by and saying hi to everybody and then showing us the connection for a PT and occupational safety. I really appreciate your time. Oh, no, thank you for having me. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.